One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast... Still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. When your manhood bends in a different direction, visit PDURO.com to find a urologist because a bend in your erection might be Peyronie's disease or PD. It's a condition that involves a buildup of scar tissue, also called plaque, but it's treatable. Zyaflex, collagenase clostridium histolyticum, is the only non-surgical FDA-approved injection for Peyronie's disease. Zyaflex is a prescription for adult men who have a plaque that can be felt and a curve in their penis greater than 30 degrees at the start of treatment, along with daily penile stretching and straight exercises, Zyflex has been proven to help gradually reduce the bend. Results will vary. Don't receive if the treatment area involves your urethra, the tooth that urine passes through. You're allergic to any collagenase or the ingredients in Zyflex. May cause serious side effects, including penile fracture or other serious injury during an erection, severe allergic reactions, including anaphylaxis, and localized skin and soft tissue death called necrosis due to hematoma, which could require surgery. You may feel sudden back pain reactions after treatment. Seek help right away if you have any signs of injury. Do not have sex or any sexual activity during and for at least four weeks after each treatment cycle, which includes two injections, one to three days apart. Tell your doctor about all your medical conditions. If you have a bleeding condition or take blood thinners, as risk of bleeding or bruising at the treatment site is increased. Ask your doctor about all possible side effects and for product information. Talk to a urologist about Zyaflex. Find a Zyaflex trained urologist at PDURO.com or call 877-942-3539. Goldilocks Productions broadcasts universal cosmic frequencies that unlock, awaken, and expand the consciousness of our worldwide viewers and listeners. Goldilocks Productions presents Enlightening Conversations with Pam Silver Eagle. 
everyone, and welcome back to The Perch. Here we are on this amazing, amazing day, and I just uh, ha I'm so filled with joy, as I had uh, written for my pre-shows, that uh, to have a very special guest on. All my guests are special, of course, and yet uh, Spirit orchestrated this beautifully, and I want to give gratitude to Tiffany, our producer, for making this all happen on short notice. And so I am Pam Silver Eagle, for those of you who may not know me. And uh, I stream uh, here every Tuesday live at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern. And as always, you can catch the replay if you're not with us live uh, as often and whenever you wish. And uh, so I would like to, uh, we've got so much to share. And so I wanna get right to welcoming Ethan Sisser, what an amazing soul. Hello, brother. Good morning. Good afternoon, I guess. It depends on where we're all at. <laughs> yeah. Hi. How are you? So uh, Ethan, for I, I know a lot of you have been I've been sharing some of his posts on my Facebook post. And so a lot of you have tuned in or following right along to his amazing journey of healing. Uh, I'm just a, a little background on Ethan. Ethan, uh, most recently, about a year ago, was uh, living in Hawaii and uh, as a yogi, a yoga teacher and uh, co-facilitating retreats, sound healing and uh, beautiful artwork. And then his whole world shifted in the blink of an eye. And I found Ethan through um, a client actually who I had done a healing session on a couple months ago up in New York state. And she was, was on her healing journey from a brain tumor. And so she sent me the link for Ethan and I've been following his journey and sharing. And uh, I know his circle is, is growing and growing because he, and he has so much to share, so much to offer, so much wisdom. And uh, I want to just uh, say again, what, so we have Ethan here and Ethan. So Tell us, let's just lead in from here. So after you, I think I read or listened to you speak that you were there doing all this retreat work and in Hawaii and living your dreams, I, I'm feeling. And then you had intuitively a message came to you. Is that right? Yeah, you, I was living I was living with the, my shaman and the community in Hawaii. And um, yeah. Basically, I was living there, working on the farm. It was a beautiful farm, supporting the retreats. Sometimes they'd have people from all over the world come for healing retreats. And uh, we'd all kind of like, whatever our strengths were, we would offer those um, services in the retreat to support the shaman, the shaman in his work uh -huh. um, with the ceremonies and with the healing. Um, but then one day while working on the farm, my intuition told me that I need to go back to New York where some family lives and work in the city doing healing work and massage and then go back to Hawaii with some money saved up because uh, it was a little bit hard to make money there in some ways um, unless you have an established business okay but besides just the money I, something in my heart told me that I needed to and I, I wanted to like understand myself more and have something mm -hmm. more to offer the community when I came back and then on the flight from Hawaii to New York, that's when I had the, the minor stroke and the left side of my body was slightly paralyzed. And then I discovered I had the stage four brain cancer that had been there for many, many years, but I didn't see any symptoms until the airplane ride. 
when the tumor got just big enough to press against the nerve and then that with the pressure from the airplane, it was like, it was perfect. Because if that happened in Hawaii, if it happened earlier, if I stayed in Hawaii longer, I don't think I would be alive. So just how everything happened, it's been like, uh, feels like God's plan. Just, I could be dead so many times by now. All divine order for sure. And uh, I, you know, one of the things for the, those people who are going to tune in or those who are with us now, like oh, I forgot to say, uh, both of us are working off of our cell phones. And so we really cannot dialogue with uh, our viewers, but please, we encourage you to, as we go through this show and beyond, ask questions, leave your comments, because we will both go back and uh, in the re on the replay, we will answer questions. And if Ethan's got a little bit of a setup. If he can see any of the dialogue that comes on board, he will do his best to, to maybe address questions and comments uh, as we flow. So we're all going to just be in the flow with this and trust and know that uh, truly what a gift that we're here together today. And uh, so Ethan, uh, you know, you have been such an inspiration. Uh, let's, look, I don't know how much you want to share of your journey from that point that was about a year ago forward. So I'm going to just give it to you and let you flow with what you want to share. Sure. And just to let you know, I can see the chat, so I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on it. If anyone has a question, I'll be able Great. to see it and then I'll answer it. Um, Perfect. Uh, so, yeah, it was, uh, I didn't have any signs or symptoms of the, the massive tumor in my head at all. No headaches, never got sick, no, uh, definitely no migraines or anything like that. Um, so to have this diagnosis of the, the stage four brain cancer and the tumor, which had been apparently growing for many, many years, according to the doctors, they can't say exactly, but it was at least probably at least or seven or eight years. Um, wow. But as soon as I was diagnosed, it felt like almost like a death experience where people, their life flashes before their eyes. It was like that. And instantly I saw and felt all of the times that there was stress, that there was fear, any uh, escapes that I had, any uh, out of integrity actions. It was like all of those energies, I saw how they formed the tumor. And then there was like an instant, um, it's like an instant peace that I, I knew it was part of God's plan and my soul's plan for this to happen. And uh, yeah, from the beginning, I felt like something really beautiful was going to happen. And that, that was 13 months ago when I was diagnosed. 13. Um, so there's been like a deep trust in this process, but at the same time, it's been extremely painful, many times near death, many times uh, not knowing what would happen. Um, but yeah, that's been kind of the essence of what I've been through. It's been uh, definitely a death rebirth experience. You know, so I'm sitting here listening to you. And uh, of course, like I said, I've been following your journey for a couple of months now. And, you know, I know that when we have viewers on the platform here, it'll, you know, we run the gamut of souls, all different experiences and different places along their own uh, soul evolutionary expansion. And so, you know, I, I'm recognizing and I'm hearing you say, uh, you know, the diagnosis and how divine order and the beauty of what was ha what's happening. In you know, fair to say, if we, we look back at what your practices and what you were doing and how you were living your life before the diagnosis came. 
And so, you know, I kind of thinking it's one of those, uh, what came first, the, you know, the horse or the cart, because the, you know, there may be many viewers that, that watch this eventually or could be watching now that haven't had those practices to have that insight. And so that, of course, when we go through these things, it is part of our great awakening process. But, uh, you know, do you feel then that your soul uh, had you in those practices and living those lifestyles, that you were being guided to do those things before you had this diagnosis so that it would you already lay in the groundwork to prepare yourself, not only for your own expansion, uh, ascension, resurrection that we're, we're moving through, that we're all moving through in our own way. And we'll talk more about that. You and I have talked a little bit about that, uh, you know, as opposed to if you would have been, you know, just really, you know, not so conscious and living a different lifestyle. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, I'm grateful for how it happened. I view it as a few different stages. There was the first stage where I was a child and I felt integrated and happy and healthy. And um, just, I felt completely like connected to who I am and my path. And then there was a lot of stress and just negative energy I absorbed and just really unhealthy habits. Um, but then when I was around 18, I was in a mental hospital because I was really suicidal. And while in the mental hospital, my mom gave me a book called... Um, there's a spiritual solution to every problem by Dr. Wayne Dyer. And it goes through the prayer of St. Francis of Assisi. Mm -hmm. um, so I started reading that book and I think that was the first time I learned about meditation. So while in the hospital, in the mental hospital, I started to just teach myself meditation. And then eventually I learned about yoga once I got out of the hospital and then eventually Thai yoga massage and then got into coaching work. Um, so point being from when I was 18 until around, I don't know, yeah. from 18 onwards, I got into yoga and all these different practices and, um, and then met the shaman on Maui, uh, maybe nine years ago. So yeah, it was like three different stages, childhood, and then the trauma and stress disconnecting from who I am. And then it's spending around like, I don't know, 14 years seeing healers and coaches and spending so much money on therapy and workshops and all this stuff. And looking back, I feel like maybe my soul knew that this was going to happen. So I would, so that's why I spent all that time preparing. Um, it's hard to say, but um, yeah, I do feel like I feel lucky because if it was the opposite, that would not be easy. <laughs> like if I had to change my lifestyle completely, right at the tumor diagnosis, I don't think I could do it. It would have been way too much. So I'm grateful okay. that I had that foundation, which mm -hmm. not everyone does. So that's part of why I want to kind of like pay it forward because right. um, we can't do this. I, I can't do this on my own. I, I couldn't the whole 13 months. I wouldn't be alive if I didn't have the support that I have. And um, so I'm trying to use this really painful, challenging situation. I mean, I'm stuck in it already. I can't get out of it. So why not why not use it for something good and beautiful? If I'm going to have pain, if I'm going to have challenges, why not use them and then uh, transmute it into something good? So that <clears throat> that's what I'm trying to do. Things are getting a little bit better uh, for much of the past 13 months. Like, for example, um, I don't know if your viewers can see. Sorry, it's a little yeah. graphic, but the, <clears throat> on September 10th, 
there was a, a really dangerous head infection that had been going into my skull uh, for maybe like four or five months. And I tried all these holistic modalities to heal it without two more head surgeries, but it ended up becoming way too dangerous. So on September 10th, they cut out part of my skull, cleaned out the head infection. And then September 11th, they cut out part of my abdomen. And then that's what I have in my head. So I don't have a headache. I have a stomachache. Uh, um, so, oh yeah. So I was in the hospital for around two months and just got out a few weeks ago. Um, oh yeah. So my point is, is that I've had to be, um, um, just as present as I can, because my heart and my mind are very strong and I have all these dreams and like a lot of strength and um, beautiful energies I want to share and help people. But at the same time, like this morning I woke up, it felt like I was going to have a seizure. So I had to literally forget about all the dreams, all these things I want to create, everything I want to do. And just in that moment, use my mm -hmm. mind and my breath to not have a seizure. <laughs> that, so that yeah. Yeah, sorry. Excuse me. That is um, that is a that's a powerful statement because you know we're all in. We've all we either have or or we will. <laughs> those who haven't yet, there is a, there are moments of surrender, and it is uh, when uh, I I play I played flute with you uh, about a month or so ago one night the honor of being able to do that and we had some conversation around some of this then and what I was saying to you is um, many of us who are healers and uh, way showers we know this as the um, you know the healer heal thyself our our life journeys and we have come and come up from the ashes many many times this this lifetime and you know throughout many of our incarnations. And, and yet, as you're trying and not trying, as you are inspiring, uh, as you were saying, you to to use this journey to as a model and that in that way, as a way shower of inspiration for people who, you know, maybe that's not their soul's mission is to be a, a healer or to uh, practice in that way or a way shower. And so to be able to inspire and, you you know, you're doing that, Ethan, I've like I said, in the couple months that I've been following your work and supporting you and you supporting we're all supporting each other uh in all the ways that we do i i told you i've kind of started uh my mom's going through a, a quite a healing process herself and i a couple of, i don't know days into watching your stuff i started playing your videos and and just the inspiration to for her to see when she needed some you know uplifting a whole different situation and never nevertheless you know that's how we are taking each other by the hand and guiding each other through this great uh, ascension process that you know we are all on and so you know you really are in the amazing pieces that in this deep pain that i've witnessed you in so many so often uh being able to you know really inspire and doing it from a place of such vulnerability and um you know just really beautiful how you've how you've chosen to do that and uh so, you know, for so many who may be on the brink of, um, you know, hopelessness and not yeah. knowing turn or giving up, this is really, you know, important work for that whole demographic, you know, itself. So thank you. Um, yeah, thank you. If you yeah. see me leaning in, it's just because I'm reading the comments. Yeah, it, understandable. So do, are there any out there that you'd like to address right now? 
because I can't um, see any. No, but thank you for everyone who did leave a comment, but I don't see any questions. Okay. So, um, yeah, so we'll continue. And, and what, um, you know, the, the breath work and being, I want to go back to that being in the now moment, that's where, you know, that's where we all truly find our power and our, our peace, uh, re regardless of what's going on around us. And boy, it, it takes practice. And sometimes, you know, we think we, we've got it and then we get this opportunity to even go deeper and to really practice that. So, um, you know, I, I heard you say being present in the now moment when you're in this excruciating pain. So, that's, yeah, important for all of us. And yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, for me in my situation, I've had four head surgeries, pretty much one, almost one every other month on average, maybe a little bit less, but yeah, four head surgeries. Um, and then I still need another one to put the new plate in the head. And um, um, sorry, I did not silence my there you phone. Go. Okay, yeah. it is now. Um, so, but the thing is, uh, there's a new tumor regrowth. So before they can do the surgery to put in the new plate and 3D print a section of the skull, have to heal the tumor because they don't want to like close everything up once the tumor is still growing and um also they can't do radiation now because that'll kill this new healthy skin flap that just took several weeks to become healthy and this was a miracle too because not everyone skin flap takes but mine is taking really well and they can't do surgery for the tumor because it's just too dangerous to do as it is um, so I'm just sharing that because this is kind of um, one of my surrender practices um, that even if everything goes perfectly the next few weeks, maybe the tumor stops growing another head surgery <laughs> and facing that, you know, it's so I'm not sure what my point is, but I just want to share that that's something else that's happening right now. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Can. Actually, part of what I want to share is that. Um, like, I don't know where this will lead for me. It's definitely a big mystery. And, but at the same time, I feel like something beautiful is happening. Like I'm going through a pretty extreme situation, but all these miracles are happening. Even how our conversation is happening right now is just like, uh, it, it's just uh, like synchronistic. So all these synchronicities are happening. And um, even as far as creating YouTube videos, personally, I don't really like social media too much or like to use it, but uh, a few months ago, a friend suggested I started to create YouTube videos, and and I did just to kind of document my journey. And um, it's evolving to a place where um, it's benefiting some people. So Absolutely. it's kind of like I do the practice for myself, but also if it can benefit people, like that's what I want too. Because I don't want to just heal the brain cancer. That would be really boring for me. It's like I heal the brain cancer, and then what? Like I, I want to create something beautiful in my life for myself and for other people. Um, and actually a few people have called me from different parts of the world and, um, it's kind of like an impromptu coaching, just conversations. Some people were actually suicidal. Some people were really depressed. Um, so yeah, I don't have like a plan per se, but I'm just trying to be present and be humble in my own process of healing. And also if opportunities come up to help other people, then that's what I want. That, nothing else makes me happier than that. I, so. I love that. 
And, you know, that, that goes back to that surrendering into the now. And I, in a different way, I used to be in a very structured environment, uh, very, you know, much by a clock just because of my career and activities I was involved in with athletics and so forth. And my life has really shifted. And so when you were talking about you don't really know, you know, it's this we, we were on these walks of deep, deep faith. And yet, you know, we know that this new earth, we're not living in that linear way any longer. Those of us that are choosing to have left that reality. And so we're we're much more. It's that living in the now moment and being flexible so that we can follow our guidance and our, our sovereign selves. And, you know, we might have a plan, even if let's narrow it down to a simple plan for the day, and then it slowly shifts around from what we thought. Well, we set those, um, our, you know, being able to surrender, but also when you were talking about the miracles and the synchronicities, we're also finding that in this new reality that we can, you know, we're able to manifest like this. And so we really do have to watch what we're putting up as our intention and our hopes and dreams and wishes. Uh, and how beautiful to hear you say, even from your very surrendered space, that um, you know that you're you're seeing the miracles and the synchronicities, the blessings, the graces that are coming in. What a great testimony that is! Yeah, yeah. With yeah, personally, with family, there's a lot of family lineage healing that has taken place through this experience, developing closer relationships with my mom, my dad, my brothers, my sister. So like all of these things that I didn't plan on per se but it feels like it's just happening through this experience mm -hmm. and uh so i'm just i'm trying to be really really patient and humble um otherwise i'll get overwhelmed <laughs> uh, yes yeah you can imagine it's like, it's like wow you know and I, and I hear you speak the truth that many of us know and i speak it as the great web of life that um you know what we're doing for ourselves we're also doing for the lineage for the ancestors for all of humanity and um, so this healing, as you, you know, I've heard you say, even that you're doing it for yourself, but you're also healing, you know, those those aspects that are within all of us, because truly we are all one. And it's not just verbiage. We're really having a chance to uh, live it, to understand it and to really, you know, walk in that beautiful truth and make our choices. So, yeah, yeah, beautiful. Um, I was do you do you want to share any of some of the protocol that you were saying earlier when we were talking that because uh, I was saying that now that you're out of the hospital, which you know I don't know that that was your your choice with all the our medical systems and so forth. But what I'll say is, you know, I saw you outside. I remember the first video you did when you got back to your your parents' house and you were outside, and I was just like, oh, he he feels stronger. He sounds stronger. He sounds more at peace. And, um, you know, then I had just asked you a little while before we went on the air, what are, what are some of the protocols you're doing for your treatments? Would you like to share some of, you know, what that uh, holistic wellness uh, protocol is for you? Yeah, definitely. Um, like I said, I was in the hospital recently after two head surgeries back to back, actually, on September 10th and 11th. And then I was in the hospital like seven weeks after that on intravenous antibiotics and steroids and... Uh, anti-seizure medication and oh yeah painkillers which I didn't really want to take but the pain is just so extreme often shaking in pain so painkillers um, point being that 
I didn't realize till I got after the hospital, uh, until after I got out of the hospital that the inflammation was a huge issue that wasn't being addressed in the hospital. They weren't, they weren't speaking about that at all. It's understandable. It's their uh, system. They gave me steroids for the inflammation, but I needed a lot more. So after I got out of the hospital, um, luckily I'm with my parents now and I have my own room and I'm pretty much just like doing a full on protocol because the doctors at the hospital, all they said was that I can find hospice care or palliative care basically mm-hmm. saying there's nothing they could do. There's no hope. It's not curable. And, and the neurosurgeon, he's very nice and he's honest and he's a expert at what he does. He helped me with this surgery successfully, but he told me straight up, he says like, there's no cure for what you have right now in your situation because of the skin flatness here, the fact that there's the new tumor growth and the fact that you already have a section of skull cut out so we can't do anything. So he said you could go to hospice care or palliative care which uh, I think that means you go home and they'll just help you stay comfortable at home. So uh, luckily I'm with my parents now and um, yeah, just doing every protocol I can think of. I'm I'm very fortunate. I have a Rife machine. Maybe we shouldn't even be saying that publicly, but yeah, it's a Rife machine. I'm using that Um, enemas throughout the day, Um, pretty much just a liquid diet and like one small solid meal a day depending on what I need. Um, yeah, just trying to alkalize my thoughts, my emotions, smile as much as I can, tell myself I'm embodied, I'm empowered, I am ecstatic. ecstatic. So that, yeah. that is, <laughs> yeah. um, that's a name that my shaman gave me last year in a private ceremony when I requested a new name. He gave me the name E3. Mm-hmm. But initially, I didn't think of using it as an affirmation. I just kind of told myself, okay, my new name is E3. But then several months later, I started to just repeat that inside of my own mind that I'm embodied, I'm empowered, I'm ecstatic. Then eventually it kind of just turned into one of my practices. And then I decided to start making YouTube videos to share that practice with people. Um, I was going to ask you. So my point, sorry, my my point is that um, (laughs) I've realized there's been so much inflammation, maybe from the whole past 13 months that Mm -hmm. um, I've been doing everything I can to reduce the inflammation I'm so grateful that yesterday I was able to stand on my own safely in the shower, which I haven't been able to do in a few months. And I was Amen. able to take, take a warm and cold shower. So I'm doing cold therapy. I'm going to take an ice bath later today, which I'm grateful for. Uh-oh. In Hawaii, I would often sit in a chest freezer filled with water and there'd be literally a rim of ice on the outside just sitting there for like five or 10 minutes. Yeah. So kind of like you said, maybe my soul knew to prepare in certain ways for what I'm going through. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm doing now. Um, basically, it's like, a, I'm not worried in my mind, but on a certain level, it's a very critical situation that I'm in. So I'm just doing everything I can, throwing the kitchen sink at this and um, yeah, just waiting, trying to heal the tumor and then waiting probably at least two more months until I could safely have the next head surgery. Um, so that's, yeah, that's basically what I'm doing. Um, I can't really do like a water fast or a juice fast right now because the body, it would be too intense of a detox because I just, I did chemo. I think it ended two weeks ago. I did the first dose of chemo because like I said, I couldn't do radiation or surgery. And chemo was a last resort. So I did uh, five days of chemo on 
and then they say to take 23 days off. And I saw my oncologist last week and she said, okay, we're ready to do chemo. And I told her I wanted to meditate on it. Um, so basically that's where I'm at now, reducing inflammation, just having faith that the body will heal and then seeing what the next step is as far as the tumor and surgery. It's beautiful. You know, you're not only a, a, a teacher and inspiration for those who view what Ever it is, you know, we're putting out social media, but also, you know, like I said, for the medical staff and those who, you know, um, are assisting you, you know, when you're in these facilities, because, uh, you know, we, it, it's how we shine our light and we bring new ideas. And, you know, we, we have all heard all these, you know, stories of miraculous healings of tumors disappearing and, you know, uh, someone being dosed with, diagnosed with the condition and then they go back and there's no sign of it. And so the medical world, you know, we are, it's all part of what's shifting in this, on this new earth. And, you know, again, I love that. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. We'd be, you know, those of us who are walking in that truth, that we speak it and you know, for you to your response to be able to meditate on it, you know, or pray on it. That's, you know, that's something that many of us would say. And uh, that's all part of this great shift. Um, you know, when, um, when you, as I watch your videos and what you put out, and sometimes I, you know, I see you and just really being able to speak. And so, you know, like now you, you know, I understand that I think you can be in holding a, in a lot more pain or moving through a lot more pain than even presents you know, in just watching and being with you. And as our viewers are here with us. So, you know, I was asking you a little bit earlier too. this mastery, part of the mastery that you're moving through. It's not to um, of course, deny that when you're having this pain, but to tell us your process and how you approach when you feel these waves of pain coming through and, and what you do, your protocol for that. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I mean, often it's a combination of two things. One is that I tr try to be as humble as I can with the pain and not like, well, definitely not be a victim or not complain. Or I try not to overlay um, reactionary thoughts or emotions onto the sensation. Easier said than done, but I'm trying to get better at just feeling the sensation and the pain and even trying to reframe it, maybe not call it pain, but just be present with the sensation and then also, um, on the other end, trusting that the energy can be transmuted into something beautiful. So like not trying, not bypassing the pain and even when fears come up, but also not bypassing the truth that any energy can be transmuted into a higher vibration, yes. even one little step. So that that's my practice all day, every day in the pain. <laughs> like, you know, um, yeah. Uh, so that's what, yeah, that's what I've been trying to do for the past 13 months. It's not like it just started yesterday. It's been 13 months of constant, like either nine out of nine pain or 10 out of 10 or sometimes more. Um, but 
could be worse, a lot worse. Um, so I'm just I'm trying to like you know accept my path and then also support other people how I can. And like you said, it's I don't know if you said this, but something along the lines of that the new energy we're moving into. From the beginning, I felt like I'm bearing my own cross. I don't know how else to describe it, but that's how it's felt that I'm doing my best to bear my own cross. And I, I really feel like a lot of us are going through the same exact thing I'm going through, but just in our own way. We're each releasing old energies, maybe fears, maybe even pain. But I feel like each of us, we have a dream in our heart. And that's part of what's happening in the collective. Like It's very scary and disorientating, but I feel like we're all going through this process together. And um, th that's part of why I'm sharing what I'm going through. It, it's not to like, uh, I don't know, like I said, there's not necessarily a plan per se, like cultivating a 10-step plan of where I am now, where I'm going and what I'm creating, but just, um, yeah, trying to be present kind of repeating myself, but also the fact is that like, sometimes I'm, my mind and my heart are so strong that sometimes I forget about the brain cancer, but on the 3D level, it is there. It is the most aggressive form of brain cancer that there is. It's already in the brain. It's not like it's an, in another part of the body and could go there. It is there. So it's kind of like facing pain and death every day. Um, that's what it's like for me. Um, but then also, like I keep on saying, I have all these dreams in my heart that I, I don't want to wait until the cancer is fully healed to follow, you know, beautiful. if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just so beautiful that you, you know, you have that, um, that desire to thrive, even in the midst of, you know, whatever it is you're moving through. And I know, you know, I've heard you say many times, it's, it's not even on a, a, you just said on a daily basis, you know, what really it's a minute to minute i think i've you know i've witnessed that with you and so what a what a brave journey and the choice you know that's an important piece it's how you've chosen to to move through this um and you know when you surrender into that now that we keep speaking of you know and we all have free will and we all have an opportunity to choose how are we going to move through and you know some things that seems maybe more difficult situation than it is, but clearly you're really, uh, really showing us the mastery of uh, how you're choosing to take this, this journey. And, um, you know, Ethan, I'd, I'd like to um, talk a little bit as our uh, time keeps flowing here. I'm watching the clock. Uh, you are bringing through amazing uh, codes and symbols. Would you like uh, to discuss that? I would. I'd love for you to discuss that. And uh, I, my first question would be, you know, was that something present that you were bringing through as your part of your sacred gifts before the diagnosis, or is that all since? Uh, no, that was before. Okay. Yeah, since I was like eighteen, I'd see these images and not know where they came from, and then I'd just create art. So I just kept on doing that and. Yeah, they keep on coming through. They're amazing. What um, and I know, you know, our viewers. What I'll say is, you know, we'll, we'll, I did include some links on my original promo, but we'll put up some uh, ways for you to connect with Ethan and see his, his amazing work and uh, more of his journey and in tapes, videotapes that he's been doing. Follow his journey. You can go back and really, uh, for those who haven't yet to hadn't tuned into Ethan until today. Uh, it, you know, I'm, we're sitting here doing this interview and uh, I'm in a maze. Talk about miracles. 
you, you know, it, it just your presence today. And, uh, you know, it is a miracle that you're here and able to do this in the way that you are. And I think for those of us who've been following your journey can really appreciate, you know, this, this talk about this now moment. So back to the artwork and the, the, uh, the codes and, you know, you talk about frequency a lot, you know, when you're doing your videos, would I'd like to hear you kind of, you know, Inter, interweave those uh, your artwork with the frequencies and and your process of your healing journey recognizing frequencies yeah um well the art it helps me remember who i am it, it makes me feel like i'm home mm-hmm. um, art has been one of my best friends so it's kind of been like one of the things i've had since i was around 18 after i got out of the mental hospital i started to create the art and um it's been a very amazing gift because I guess you could say that the cause of the pain and the cancer in the first place was what I call the passive machine mind. You could call that the ego, but I call it the passive machine minds, like the, the thoughts and energies and beliefs that were not in alignment with my unique vibration. Um, so the art was like the perfect medicine for that. It really helped me calm the passive machine mind and feel my heart. Um, so yeah, I just kept on making the art since I was like 18, I'm 36 now. Um, and I love it. Yeah. Do you see any sort of a, and they're unique every time, right? I mean, do you, I guess I was going to ask, do you see any sort of a pattern with what you're physically experiencing and what's coming through, or is it just all every time it's unique? Oh, every time it's unique. And it's really cool because almost every single time I think that I mess up like a line or something, but then I turn it into something else. And then at the end, I realized, oh yeah, that's what that wanted to turn into. I love it. Yeah. So were you, uh, you've also, you're a gifted musician. Do you want to talk and not getting away from your art because that's all part of it. Uh, the frequency, the sound healing and the artwork. Uh, talk a little bit, tell us some more about that. Yeah, I mean, since the brain surgery, I like, even the left hand, it's it's getting a lot better, but I have to, like, it's very hard to touch. I'm trying to touch each finger. Like, I could do this pretty quick. Oh, but this hand needs some work. It'll get better. Um, so, yeah, after the brain surgery, I lost function on this side of the body all the way down to the leg, like from the jaw to the leg, and um, forgot most of the music that I wrote. Um, but I, I have a feeling that it's kind of a cool opportunity to start over and that the music is still inside. Um, but yeah, I love music. I love singing. I love how it makes me feel. I love to share my music with other people. So yeah, the art and the music. And well, another thing, I studied belly dance in India uh, okay. for almost a year with India's number one belly dance teacher, Payal Gupta. And that was inspired by an ayahuasca ceremony where I saw myself dancing <laughs> a few years ago. And then I had an opportunity to to um, study in India. So yeah, there are all these different like creative outlets that um, I want to share. And uh, also one other thing I want to say is that for many years, I would talk to therapists and coaches and healers and even my shaman and tell them, I I would say, I I don't really feel alive. Like, I feel like I want a new start. And just, I feel like there's something more. And as soon as I had the tumor diagnosis, I felt like, yes, this is the best thing in the whole world. to have brain cancer, to have the deadliest form of brain cancer, because now I have the opportunity to 
clearly go through a death rebirth. I know that could seem kind of like a twisted way of thinking, but that, that's what I felt in my heart, that this was exactly what my soul wanted. And it's been painful and I would not want to do it again or wish it upon anyone, but it's kind of what my soul asked for. So now I got it. I, I asked for it. And um, so, yeah, it's been a amazing death rebirth. And what an evolved soul to what an evolved soul to recognize that this is it. <laughs> this is what I was asking for. Or knowing that time, space is all fluid. Like, oh yeah, this is going to happen, and then I'm going to do this, and whew, here's this rebirth. And you know, we were we were talking about this um, determined as the resurrection, and uh, you know, oh, truly, yeah. truly, truly, we are all moving through this great time of resurrection, whether one is conscious of it or not. We absolutely are, and we're being graced and gifted the energies, um, you know, that truly are my brother, way shower, uh, Jesus, you know, rose from his, uh, you know, his crucifixion. And he, that's how he was able to you know, go to the higher dimension is holding, you know, again, these frequencies. And that was the true resurrection. And we are also finding our way. And as we've we remembered the truth, you know, of who we are and uh, from where we've come and what our abilities are. And this is, you know, part of this great shift that, um, you know, again, that leads to our soul evolutionary expansion, our ascension into, um, you know, our, our eternal journey. And so I would like, um, would you like to share a little bit about some of your, you know, your spirituality and, and who, uh, you know, I, I often speak. You know, and I've been on platform here enough that I've I've talked a lot about who, you know, uh, my go-to's are, who my you know my team, my, who I work with, uh, our divine helpers. Would you like to share? Because uh, I heard you say, you know, like when you were you you were diagnosed, and we talked about these former practices that you had, you know, and then for you to respond at the hospital and let me meditate on that, let me pray on that. Uh, that's that's a, if we don't have, you know, some sort of a of a if we're not tuned into our spirituality, whatever that is for each of us, you know, then, you know, I don't know how we make it through uh, until we break down enough and we start discovering. So what, what would, you, would you like to share some of that? Sure. Yeah. Well, when I was in the mental hospital 18 years ago, they did different uh, scans and like brain scans, spinal tap and other tests. And they saw a mass in part of my head, like in the front center. And they didn't know what it was. So they sent it to different hospitals around the country and their conclusion was that they don't know exactly what it is, but they said that it's not harmful. So after I got out of the hospital uh, 18 years ago, my mom scheduled a channeling session with Pat Rodegast. And she was one of the first people in this country to do channeling. She would channel this being called Emmanuel. And she's written several mm -hmm. books called Emmanuel and Friends. They're really good books. I think she mm -hmm. wrote them in the 70s. She, she would travel around with Ram Dass and uh, facilitate retreats with him okay. so I had a channeling session with her she was in Florida at the time I was in New York and in the session she channeled Emmanuel and I still have the recording because it was so powerful luckily I converted it from cassette to mp3 I've listened to it maybe hundreds of times if not thousands and so since then I would start to feel this vibration in like that space where they saw the that thing in my head in the hospital and it was interesting because it felt it felt like home it felt mm. beautiful 
But because of all those traumas that I told you about, the stress and all the fears and the self-criticism and all those energies that led to the tumor in the first place, when I would feel that energy, I would get scared and I would run away from it and I would kind of close off and hurt myself. And then that space would shut off a little bit. But as soon as I got into yoga more and like started to do deeper healing and receive therapy and coaching and all these things, I would feel that space more and I would feel the art come through and other energies. So eventually I realized that that's, I call it my unique vibration. Like it's a vibration that I feel. It's like home. It's like, uh, mm -hmm. reminds me of who I am. And I feel connected to Emmanuel through that space. And I just learned a few months ago, I don't read the Bible much, but I opened the Bible and I saw that uh, Jesus's father named him Emmanuel. And that means God is with us. Mm -hmm. So literally for the past 18 years, I've been feeling this vibration in the top of my head. I know it's strange, but if anyone else felt it, like I feel it right now. If anyone else felt it, they would go to the hospital and tell them, I feel this buzzing in my head, what's going on? But for me, um, I know what it is. So that's kind of, it's hard to describe, but it's like a vibration I feel. Um, and I guess you could say it's connected with Jesus, but for me, it's just like a, a personal experience. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a little bit about um, if there is a practice I have, it's, it's that practice. Beautiful. Um, and then of course, a million different teachers and my shaman has been a blessing in my life, my family and my friends, but um, no specific like religion per se. Um, definitely the path I'm on now, this is my religion. Like talking with you right now, doing everything I can to stay alive and heal. This is my practice. This is my religion and sharing love how I can. That's it. That's beautiful. Yep. You're right on. That's, that's, you know, when we, when the, all these different paths come to the center, you know, whatever people path people are following, the center is love and mm -hmm. divine love. And that's, you know, so that's perfect. And, um, you know, to recognizing the sovereign self, the I am presence in all of that. And, um, it's taken a lot for many of us to step into that because of old belief systems that didn't serve us. And so that's, it's a beautiful testimony. Oh, and also, oh, sorry to interrupt. Um, yeah, that's the thing that's like compassion because as I would see more about myself or even about how family actions affected me or how I affected the situation, like there came a point where I realized I have to have as much love and compassion as I have um, awareness about these things. Um, so th that's something that's helped me a lot to not be critical or like, oh, I created this, like I manifested this or, or whatever, but to just accept it. And then what am I going to do from this position? Like that, that's helped me a lot. And, and certainly the amount of forgiveness work that we all put in, you know, on our healing journeys, uh, forgiveness of self first and others and what you're speaking of is perfect of the divine masculine and feminine balance right is when you, mm. you were using the terms to describe energy of compassion and, and love and all those divine feminine this is the balancing out that each of us are doing as well as collectively here on the earth plane mother earth so yeah. it's 
yeah, being gentle with ourselves and the self-love and, and self-worth and nourishment first so that we can, uh, you know, expand it out to our brothers and sisters in all kingdoms of Earth Mother. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. also something I felt very clearly, like, I feel like all of us, everyone who's listening, are, it's not random that we chose to be here at this time. Like, I, I feel like our souls wanted to be alive at this specific time in humanity. So, um, yeah, I definitely feel like my experience is connected to the our collective experience. And I, I just happen to be having a pretty extreme example of it. But we're all going, I think we're all going through the same exact thing just in our own way. And this is why it's really beautiful. We can all help each other because uh, I think sometimes we forget that energetically we are connected. So like if you love yourself, it literally helps me. And if you uh, release even a little bit of fear, it, it helps me to release some of my fears. So I, I'm trying to constantly remind myself of this, that even if I'm, uh, my mind thinks I'm alone, I'm actually not, and it's not really possible. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's so true. Well said. And what I just was seeing in my uh, my mind's eye was the video you put up the other day when uh, you were doing your thing and your share and in the back, you're outside in the back is uh, this beautiful oh, beer yeah. shows up. So talk about the oneness and being able to feel mm -hmm. right, love and exchange. And I, that was so perfect that I, I read the comments somebody wrote and you were like, well, where does the deer show up? So I guess you had <laughs> on your replay and you know, she's just looking around and uh, the talk about synchronicity I'd shared with you in my video that I had taken, uh, it'd be a week ago Saturday that I called in the deer with uh, the intention of uh, the peace be still and, and the harmonization of love. And she was in the midst of hunting season here where I'm at and she stopped and we really shared a, a really beautiful moment. So, you know, these are really powerful testimonies that, you know, even when we think, even if we think we're alone or if we, you know, we, whatever we're exchanging, the giving and the receiving, you know, we really to be responsible for ourselves, but also recognize that this is how we assist one another. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel like maybe the old way was like individual success and evolution and stuff. And maybe we'd get together sometimes to help each other. But I, I feel very strongly that now this will be a collective like we're each have our individual gifts to offer, but I feel like now is the time that we're really going to start helping each other. And it, it's actually so much fun to help other people. I think sometimes we forget. So um, my prayer is that um, this experience of what's happening in the world is going to inspire us to realize that, wow, we are all beautiful and we have amazing gifts and experiences that can help other people. And then we feel good when we share those gifts that are easy to share. And then we just build positive momentum and, so, so that's my prayer for myself and for everyone here. Yes, it's beautiful. It's the unity consciousness, right? The, this is the, mm -hmm. the Christ consciousness of the mm. true oneness where everyone thrives. And as we move away from the duality and separation, and boy, in 2020, uh, on the earth plane, we certainly have, have had a lot of that, and certainly here in America. But, uh, you know, as you said, we're leaving that time behind. We're coming together where everyone thrives and we, we work together, we play together and uh, we help one another. And so much more joy when we 
when we live in that way, much more peace. And yeah. um, is there anything I, I'm going to ask if you will honor us before we do close out as it looks like we've mm-hmm. got about eight minutes here, but awesome. um, I'd love you to, uh, if you were to give us one of your, your E3 affirmations at the end, but <laughs> we've, got, we've got a little bit more time. So you know, what else, what else would you like to share before we have to close out here today? Mm. Well, I don't know. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, let me see if I what something, anything comes through here. And we've covered a lot of ground in a short time. I appreciate it. As like I said, for, for all that we've. Oh, well, touched- I mean, Hanukkah's coming up and then don't forget Christmas too. So I don't think this is a, I think it's important for us to see the signs and to see the blessings and to like ride the waves of the energies coming through and as much as possible to, it's a practice but to try not to get caught up in the fear because while the fear is happening there are amazing uh, like energetic gateways and portals that we have access to that are coming up so i think we should celebrate harder than we've ever celebrated before in our whole lives have the, have the best thanksgiving even if it's just a simple meal with one person or have the best christmas you've ever had even if you don't give physical gifts you could share other gifts so that's my goal that's what I'm going to be doing this year in, in uh, my position. And because I feel like it's just all of these things aligning. It's like from a movie we're in or something with the whole COVID and the election. And now Christmas is coming up and it's like perfect timing to call in these energies of the Christ consciousness coming through our hearts in our own way. Yeah, that's beautiful, Ethan. Uh, really well said. And, uh, you know, it is when we live in gratitude, you know, that is, we're recognizing that that's how, you know, we want to, that's how we all thrive. And when I say thrive, you know, from that heart space and then all the other, all the other perks that come along with it. And so with this first season uh, holiday that so many celebrate here on Turtle Island uh, of giving thanks. And we, we do that in a, on a daily basis as we move through our days and we watch how that changes our lives and then, as you said, the perfect time we've been talking about this resurrection and the rebirth, and we're all rising like Phoenix. Uh, and so, too, this what represents the Christmas time when, um, you know, the, Jesus was born and um, all the magic and the gifts that are shared in all the ways we can do that. So my screen has frozen. Are you still there? I'm still here. Okay, beautiful. So, um all that being said, I would also like to encourage viewers to go to uh, Ethan. What is your your Ethan Angel? The I th- Tiffany may, like I said, my screen's frozen. We might have it up, but I know I put it on the promo. I'd like to encourage people to go there to support you in whatever way they can. And I know that that reciprocal giving and, and uh, receiving automatically takes place uh, when they connect with what you're providing and what you're uh, sharing. Thanks. Yeah, it's ethansangels.org. So E-T-H-A-N-S-A-N-G-E-L-S.org. And, um, and yeah, there's a little background about my story. For many months, I couldn't even look at a screen like I am now because it would aggravate a seizure. So, and then I had an apartment fire and lost my computer on August 8th, <laughs> Lionsgate. So 
yeah, the website is just super basic, but eventually I want to start, it's a GoFundMe website right now, pretty much, but I want that to transition from people sending donations, which helps immensely because there are so many medical costs that insurance doesn't cover. But eventually I want to shift it into what I'm offering the world. So I'm trying to balance out like being patient and the fact that I could use support in my situation, but also the fact that I am empowered now to create uh, prosperity and to create in my life. So I'm, I'm trying to do both. So yeah, ethansangels.org. And, and that's perfect because that is the balance, right? Of the giving and the receiving, both are equally important. And so with yeah. uh, the time we have left, I would like you to do, what, uh, like I said, to close out and um, we'll just, uh, that we'll <laughs> just fade away with that. But I, so I wanna say thank you so much for, for coming on the platform. I know we tried to do it a few weeks ago. And as we say, and as we notice, all is in divine order. And so today was the day and uh, what, a, what a good day. And I'm grateful. So thank you for being here. And uh, maybe we can do it again sometime. Um, yeah. And yeah, thank you again to Tiffany, our producer, Goldilocks Productions, creator, for uh, being flexible and, and helping us to make this dream come true. And so, Ethan, take it away, my friend. Thank you so much. Okay, so this affirmation is uh, an affirmation that I do each day in my own mind and heart for myself. Uh, but I also do it for other people that everyone in all realms can feel embodied, empowered, and ecstatic, just as we are. Okay, so I'll show you how I do it. I do usually three rounds, uh, well, when I make the videos. So okay, if you'd like to join me, I'll show you one, and then you can join for two more if you want. I'm embodied. I am empowered. I am ecstatic. I am embodied. I am empowered. <laughs> I am ecstatic. One more round. I'm embodied. I am empowered. I am ecstatic. Just as I am. And I'll just say one thing real quick. So when I do that practice, it's not like if I if I don't feel ecstatic, I kind of just do the affirmation. If a smile comes through, that's awesome. If not, that's awesome too. But that's the affirmation that I do as a practice. And eventually it's kind of like building up that energy where I feel it all the time, even underneath the pain and the challenges. So that's one of the practices I do. It's beautiful. It's powerful. Thank you. Blessings to all. Blessings to all. Blessings to you, Ethan. Thank you so much. It's great to connect. Don't want the fun to end? Grab more refreshments. Then head over to the Goldilocks Productions YouTube channel. With the huge selection of shows, the fun doesn't have to end. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.